the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hello, guys. It's Gabby and Alex, and we're here for a very special and oddly different episode different. yes hi everyone episode of girls gone boss we hope that you guys are safe and healthy and that you're home with your loved ones or even if even if you have a quarantine bay girl you go girl <laughs> do you I ain't think, in that position but <laughs> do you think do you think there's gonna be like a really high divorce rate after this yeah, quarantine it, i heard that there has been a rise in divorce which is really really sad how it are is. you? But, but it's back. a good way. Hold on. But it's a good way of getting to know someone. If you think about it. Yeah, it is true. Because girl, at this time, we're all looking crazy. <laughs> Our are. nails are not done. No, the Our hair. hair. Our boots are crazy. For instance, my grays are out of hand. I have to dye my hair today, actually. So yeah, this is like the real us. It is. Which is exciting. Because like I said, this time we can use it to kind of just come back to us. See how we can come out better. Right. Stronger um, and less uh, more self-aware, less worried about things that are not important. Because I was just talking to my mom. I was like, man, all the things that we really like work hard for and like aspire. Some of those things are not we're not using them right now. They don't like, I'm not anymore. using my car. Mm-hmm. Hardly. Um, I'm not getting my nails did hair did everything did none of it done. <laughs> Um, so it's like all the things that are superficial per se are so not important at this moment. Like really what matters is for our family to be safe, for us to have some food on the table and for us to have a home to like protect ourselves from this vicious virus. Right. And I think that it's, everything's going to change for the better once this whole thing is over. I think something positive will come out of it. And the way that we work, the way that we uh, communicate with people, I think it's going to be so much more different. It's going to be so different. I'm going to be so weird when I finally can go out. I think I'm still going to keep the six feet distance thing because (laughs) I'm crazy. I'll be like, oh, (laughs) close. But anyways, back to you. Welcome back. You're back from maternity leave. You You have a beautiful daughter now. Riley is finally in the world. I'm so sorry for Riley that she has to come in. She doesn't know any better, so it's okay. And look, the positive (laughs) thing about it is that she gets to have her mommy 24-7 right now. So that's Amen, which is a positive. It is tell us about your journey, your mom journey. Well, okay. So I was um, induced a week before my due date because my doctor was going on vacation. And everything that I wanted not to happen during my pregnancy, like the actual labor, ended up happening. So it was the most traumatic, painful experience of my life. I was like praying for like an easy birth, painless. Everybody kept telling me like, just do an epidural and it's not going to hurt. You're going to be fine. She'll pop right out. It's all lies, Gabby. Everything is a lie. It was 30 hours of labor. I had four epidurals. None of them worked. So I literally was in labor for 30 hours and I had to push like nonstop for almost four. So I I felt like I was going to die. Um, I don't know how women like go into it wanting to give natural birth, like God bless them. Um, It was rough, but she came out and she was perfect and she is perfect. And I am 
obsessed with her. Anybody that follows me on Instagram or Facebook knows that I'm obsessed with taking pictures of her. And she's always smiling. And she's just she's the cutest gorgeous. little thing. I know. Thank you. I love her so Congrats, much. Congrats. But like, okay, but I want to know how are the, like, describe the pain from like. You can't. You can't. Des- no. No. When people tell you like it's, it, you can't describe it. Like you literally. It's not like a period cramp. Fuck no, it's not a period cramp because I have. Okay, I've heard that the pain comes from like the lower back and then it kind of flares up to the front, right? Yes. And everyone said, oh, you'll forget it right away. I I don't think I'm ever going to forget the pain that I was in. It was excruciating. But actually what was worse for me? Yes. Okay. Like you get through it and then it's over the second that she comes out. Like nothing hurts anymore. Right. But afterwards, like all your lady parts down there, they hurt really, really bad. And for me, I had um, third degree um, uh, tears. Burns? T- tears. What? Tears. Oh, tears. Yeah. <gasps> so, because I was pushing for such a long time that um, I, I, it took about three weeks for me to heal. I couldn't sit. I was sitting like on a, on like a donut and I, that still hurt. I couldn't like lay down. It would hurt. Like, the whole process was just, um, to me, it was more unbearable the afterwards just because it lasted much longer you know what I mean and I couldn't enjoy like like I couldn't enjoy her like I the way that I wanted to because I was in so much pain you know what I mean I don't know it's harder to explain unless you actually go through it but yeah it literally feels like all your bones are breaking it's so painful oh my god and I just couldn't believe that it was for so many hours why couldn't you just I don't understand why you gotta go through so many hours of labor is I don't it? know I mean, how I in 2020 like, we're still having yeah. to go through so much pain to have a baby. It makes no sense. But I guess, yeah, you know, on. I have a friend that gave birth about three weeks after I did. And she only pushed for like 20 minutes. So I think it all depends how you're dilating and how like h- how far up or down the baby is to the birth canal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, Riley did not want to come out. Apparently, she wanted to stay in there a little bit longer because I worked hard to get her out. But. Oh my god! She's stubborn and, okay, like so her how mama. How much did she weigh? Okay, so she weighed seven eight, and she was born at ten forty in the morning. Um, and she her her length her height it was twenty one and a half inches long. Oh, okay. So she's a beautiful, healthy baby. Yeah, with a full gorgeous. Set of hair. She has like green or blue eyes. Right now, they're still green. Me and Ryan both have green eyes, so she'll have either green or blue. There's very oh little God. percent chance she's that so she'll yummy. have a different color. But yeah, she's so cute. Her cheeks. So how did your life change from being, you um, know, Alex, the working boss lady? Okay, I'm going to be real with wife, you. Okay, and I'm now gonna, you're a mom. Okay, I'm going to be real with you. I don't care about work as much as I did prior to having her. So not that I don't care about my job, but like it no longer is first in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's, it took like a, like a, a step back. I took, I took a step back from it and obviously Riley's my priority, but I just never imagined me, how I am, my personality with how I work so hard for me to ever just have that, that feeling of like work doesn't matter as much. Obviously it matters because I have to pay the bills and I have to provide for Riley, but it's just not the same anymore. Like she's become my priority and the way that things have changed, like I'm so much more compassionate and emotional now. I don't know if it's still like, 
the fact that I'm still going through hormonal changes, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but it's, it's definitely different. I have a different outlook on life. I'm much more compassionate. I like cry on TV shows now, which I used to not do that. Ever. Which, by the way, yeah, like Alex is very like kind of emotionless in yeah. a way. Yeah. But not that you're not emotional. It's just that you're just I hide it's it. not an, it's not your nature to show it. Right. And I never really thought that I would be a very maternal person, um, even though my friends say I'm very maternal because I, I go hard for my friends and I care about them so much. But I never knew I had such a maternal side to me, which has just come out full bloom. And I'm so overprotective. I'm obsessed with her. Um, it's actually a problem how obsessed I am. Like if I go to sleep, sometimes Ryan's like, you need to sleep. So go sleep in the other room so you can actually sleep through the night and not wake up. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I'd rather wake up at two, four in the morning and do those feedings just because I get to spend that time with her, even though I'm with her the whole time, all day, every day. So it's really weird to like separate myself from her, even for a few hours while I'm sleeping. It's so weird. I don't know. I'm obsessed. Oh, I love it. I think it's just the mother in instinct it, it yeah, is what it is it like once in. you it kicks in no matter how like you know no matter how like your personality was before it's just like a soft spot in your heart I mean imagine that was you shared she shared you brought her into this world like she was inside of you for nine months like it I it's just such a special pregnant. bond I miss you it do? I do I miss her being in my belly I don't know I don't know why I just do but she's I don't know. I mean, I love that she's here, though. But yeah, it's yeah. different. I don't sleep as much anymore, obviously. And I used to be one of those people that needed 10 hours no matter what. Um, and now, like, four hours is more than enough for me. And I'm good. Yeah, I remember you used to go to sleep, like, at 9. I was like, <laughs> damn, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, how are well, you dealing? Oh, my God. Well, I'm on my third week of working from home. So it's a blessing that I, you know, my regular nine to five, I get to do it from the comfort and the safety of my home. So I'm, I'm totally thrilled and so grateful. And I feel like it's slowly becoming more smooth for me. But initially it was like the first week I remember that I would just like work all day. I didn't even take a lunch break. It was just like this work, 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 because I was like, shit, like, I don't know when you're like not at the office, maybe you feel like you have to go harder. I don't know. It's weird. I do. Think and that. Um, I think that when I think you're more productive from home than at the office, because there's also less interruptions. So and true. distractions. Anyway, go ahead. Right. But I couldn't stay that way for long. It wasn't serving me. So, um, you know, with the help of some of my coworkers and just like me coming back to like, OK, I need to set up a, an agenda, a schedule that I can adhere by. So it doesn't feel like I'm just um, a robot, like producing, you know, or doing things. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, what helped me is that now, you know, I, I try to incorporate some of the things that I wanted to incorporate when I went before the pandemic, which was like a morning routine. And now I have no excuse. Like there is no traffic that I got to be, I don't have to rush out of the house. So, um, I'm kind of, um, trying to incorporate this, like waking up at 7am, doing some meditation. I've been doing a lot of meditation, which is something that I really wanted to do more of. And now I'm definitely doing it every day. Um, and then after meditation, you know, there's like a ritual that I want to adhere to. Some days are better than others, but I feel like 
I have it, at least the plan is written out. And, you know, I make my bed, I brush my teeth, I go get either like tea or coffee, and then I'll, I go outside. Like the purpose is to be outside, to feel, hear the birds, be in nature, like kind of disconnect, leave my phone. I'm not looking at the phone. I'm not going to social media because I don't know if it happens to you or to some of the listeners. We wake up and we go straight to like our emails or social media. Yeah. So I'm trying to not do that. Because it's like, I'm going to be connected all, all for like eight hours. So right. why am I going to rush to it? So then I go outside. I read a book. I'm reading on this awesome book by o, called uh, by Osho called Joy. So just like, or at that point, I can listen to a podcast. I can do something that's kind of like going to start my day off. And then, you know, I, I just kind of just take my time, eat breakfast, and and just try to like, incorporate some movement in the day as well so I either go running or I do like a workout from home so I'm just trying to maintain it like more like self-care because as you know I'm super anxious like my mind is and imagine like with all this going on um I, I don't like going out to go get groceries. And do you go or no, I, so I was going. I'm I'm a little bit more careful than Ryan. He's like more, you know, he's a guy, so he's like, I don't want to wear a mask or I don't want to, you know, he'll wear like the gloves. I mean, when he did go to Home Depot yesterday, I made him wear a mask and gloves and I made him send me a picture to prove to me that he <laughs> was wearing a mask and gloves or he wasn't walking into the house. Um, but I'm more careful with things. Um, so I was going, but now I'm just doing Instacart. I know, but it's taking forever sometimes. It only, so I did it last, the last time I did it was last weekend and it, it they only took two hours and that's not that bad. What? Yeah. Mine took two to three days. It said that it would take two to three days, but then once you like, like submit it, it was only two hours. So I don't know. So well, I ordered it at, I ordered it at 9am and it was at my door by 11. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's lucky you. But yeah, so that's why I don't like going out. But when I do go out, I'm super careful. I take two pairs of gloves, one that I use. Then when I'm done with like getting out of the store, I get rid of it and then put new ones on. It's like a whole process. It's actually very draining because then I come back and have to clean everything Mm -hmm. before it goes into the house. It's just a process that mentally could be very draining because it's it's not just like before when you'd go and get your stuff, come back in, boo boo boo, put it away. No, girl. But so can you I imagine just, how dirty we all used to be without even realizing it though? Now that that's like that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, we are definitely gonna be way more on our hygiene game than mm-hmm. we were before. Because yeah, girl, yeah, I didn't fucking wash none of that shit. Right. I mean, the fruits and the vegetables, yes. But like I literally wiped down with like um disinfectant wipes, like boxes of anything, the pasta boxes, the freaking anything I buy, I wipe it down. Yeah. When I receive food from deliveries, I wipe it down before I bring it in. Because I guess the virus is so crazy that it, it just can live on surfaces for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I girl, this is out of a movie. And can you please tell me how your father put you onto this way before? So before Riley was born, um, so by the beginning of January, my dad sent me a text message and he said, "Look, there's something going on in China. It's a virus, and he's like, they're, it's insane, and basically all of China's being affected by it. He's like, it's only a matter of time before 
it comes here. If it's like that over there, especially with like so much people travel all the time. Um, he's like, it's only inevitable. And whatever happens, it's going to be about a six month thing or a, up until they get a vaccine for it or a cure for it. He's like, and right now there's not a cure. So before you give birth, you need to get medicines, you know, whatever you think that you might need for Riley just in case and for yourself. And at first I kind of, I was like, okay, dad, whatever. Cause he did the same thing when we had the birth flu and he like stocked up on like Tamiflu, which was good at that time because it was, you couldn't even find Tamiflu back then. Um, but my dad, he reads a lot and that's where he comes up with these things. He's not crazy or anything though. Trust me. It's just like him being precautious. No, but that's how like, things are, you know, he hasn't right. done this since the birth flu actually. So right. She was, so she was born on the 17th of January and on the 22nd or something is when I went and I bought everything. Cause I started seeing that the cases were getting um, bigger there were more cases and it started spreading in Europe and I was like oh shit this is gonna come here eventually like there's no way that it could not you know what I mean like it's it, it just didn't make any sense um so I it was actually the the day that that um Kobe Bryant passed away that's the day that I went and I bought everything so whatever that day that was was when I went out and I bought everything I went to Costco. I was on a plane that day. Oh, okay. It was a weekend. I know that. I think it was like Sunday or something. Yeah, it so. was, I believe, the 26th of January. Okay, so that's the day I went to Costco. And I didn't hoard or anything. I just bought things that I thought I would need, like baby Tylenol, baby Motrin, things like that, that I know that I would use no matter what. And it just so happened that Riley had a fever a few a few weeks ago, and I ended up needing it. Had I waited I probably wouldn't have found it because everything was like gone off the shelves by then. So I'm kind of glad then that everyone's I did. at a panic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, it's so interesting. Cause I remember too, we were supposed to record and I was, I was traveling so much from January to March, which yeah. was like, which was like not peak virus because we didn't even know it was here, but I'm sure it was in the U S I'm sure yeah. it was. No, and it I was, was for in, sure. I was, I was in New York twice. Yeah. The epicenter of it. Um, and then I went to Puerto Rico. My last trip was Puerto Rico in March. And I remember we were supposed to record when I and got I back. And I told you, you're you not allowed to come to my house. Yes. And I experienced first time social distancing rules that I was like, okay. But I mean, I understood. I didn't take it personally. I know, but, but, I it, but, like, but it wasn't like what it has. It wasn't what it is now. So I was like, man, I hope she doesn't think that it's because I don't want to do this anymore I was like I hope she understands and you know now you get it obviously because of everything that's yeah. inspired after the fact but I was like yeah no girl you can't come to my house especially if you've been in an airport so yeah she was like you can't come in for 15 days until you're like <laughs> I'm like okay yeah. but by then I was already wearing a mask by traveling okay I, I wore a mask twice I wore a mask the second time I went to New York and, and I wiped down everything and my seat and everything. But at that point, I wasn't like, I was doing it, but I wasn't so paranoid about it. And then the second time going to Puerto Rico, I definitely wore a mask too and, and everything. But now it's so obsessive that I'm like, oh my God. I, like at the store, I'm like strategizing where to go, where's less people. I don't want to pass by people. It's crazy. I might be yeah. a little overwhelmed with it, but that's why I don't like to go to the grocery store, but. 
I mean, we just have to protect our families. But I mean, you, it's, it's but if you pre-plan, even if like Instacart takes two, three days, if you pre-plan it. Yeah, fine. I think I'm going to order through Instacart today. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we need some stuff. They don't even ring the doorbell. They leave it outside like six feet away from your door, basically. Yeah. And then. How about yeah. the Yeah. How about the other day? I have a I have a couple of dents in my car because I'm a mess when I park my car and I hit it in every wall there is practically. <laughs> So this random guy knocks at the door and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm, I don't know why I opened it, but I opened it. But he was like far from me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And he was like, hey, um, I'm doing um, I, I can fix your car if you want. You know, like I that's like what I do for a living. And I'm like, OK, leave your card outside. I'll check it out, you know. But I felt so bad because I'm like, damn, you know how many people are out of work yeah. that are just trying to hustle and figure out the next meal on their table we are blessed because i think there's over like four million people out of jobs so if you are listening and that's you prayers go out to you i don't want you to be there's so much there's so many resources out there that the government can give people i mean i i I heard that like you can file for unemployment even if you just started a new job like obviously there's so many things that there's flexibility on. Uh, so for everyone, you, uh, this is something that people don't know. 1099 employees, so people that are freelancers, you are now allowed to do um, unemployment. So guys, you should definitely sign up for it because I know that a lot of people that are freelancers are really struggling right now. Exactly. So like there's a lot of flexibility in the rules for unemployment. Like there, it, there isn't like, it isn't such cutthroat like before. So I would suggest to like, really research and get into it because you might be eligible. And at this time, like my heart goes out to you. Don't feel hopeless. There is a lot of help out there. Also, there's help for like entrepreneurs and your businesses. There's grants out there that they're giving out. Um, So there's a lot of research that you guys can do on this. Um, But I don't want you to feel like there isn't a way. You just have to you know, figure out what would work best for you. But there is some help out there. And also, your and then, mortgages. you know, the stimulus checks. Oh, yeah, and the stuff. stimulus checks. But the mortgage and your car payments, if you just call your mortgage uh, company and you call your car, whoever your car lender is, they are pausing payments right now for 30, 60, 90 days um, to kind of help people out. So that's also worth looking into. Yeah, for your mortgage as well. Mm-hmm. I called in as well. Uh, but thankfully I'm okay for now, you know, like thankfully, um, I had to cut down on some, you know, expenses. Like you also suggested that like cut down on subscriptions. Mm -hmm. If you have cut down on, obviously we're not spending on gas or tolls or there's a lot of savings going on, but you know, you also have to think about the uncertainty of it also like stashing some money away and, you know, Obviously, some people need to spend their stimulus check for like to pay bills. But, you know, some of my friends have had to resort to like, you know, hustling and starting other new businesses, postmating, like doing right. what they have to do for now. You know, mm-hmm. this is a situation that one day we're going to look back and be like, damn, remember those days. So don't ever feel like it's going to be something you're going to be in forever. Right. But. But there is resources out there, at least for you to know and feel like, okay, I can feel supported in some way. And if you feel alone or because I know also there's a lot of mental health instability because of all of this. Um, you know, I pray for all those people as well that may not feel 
like they're supported or alone. I mean, you're, we're asked to be separated, social distancing from your family. Some people live alone. We're blessed. We don't live alone. You know, right. we, we have family. And so our heart just goes out to all of you out there that are alone and may feel a little bit alone. Just, just know all of this is momentary and, um, find strength in like building yourself with like positive things. Don't watch the news all day. Um, and just, just, um, you know, your mind is so powerful, like feed it really, really good things. Mm -hmm. So that's what I try to do in the mornings. I try to just feed myself with beautiful things that empower me and, and make my day go a little bit brighter. Right. And one day we're going to be out again doing like, ah! yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go that wild because I'm going to still be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give it like another three months. I'm going to quarantine myself. Right. But it's been like so nice. Three extra yeah. months. Huh? It's been nice though, like being able to be home. And um, I mean, I feel like I've been in quarantine for since Riley was born, basically. But um. I feel I, that I, too about you. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I'm I'm such a homebody that it ha it doesn't affect me that way. You know, like I like mm -hmm. to be home, um, but I do feel for the people that do live alone or that are suffering through, you know, mental health and anxiety. It can't yeah. be easy for them right now. Right, especially because it that only affects them mentally. Some people are affected both emotionally and financially. So it, that mixture, obviously, our heart goes out to everyone. Um, that's going through that yeah um but just like in anything even us in at ggb we're shifting the way that we do business we've had to cut down a bit you know mm -hmm. even the way that that I, I can't see alex right before this we were trying to do it on facetime it didn't work mm -hmm. so now we're trying to do our interviews on zoom which is it's a new a new thing and we're glad that it, it feels like it's gonna work so it's gonna give us even more of a opportunity to talk to to a lot more women at the same time yeah and actually and and keep doing this also every week like I yes. don't want people to think that just because this is going on that we're not going to be bringing them new content I think that now more than ever they need more content than before right. um so hopefully we can record extra episodes some weeks for you guys when we're not too busy with work um you know I start work today as of today I'm actually back working full-time um from home And um, I, I, we really hope that we can bring you guys just more um, so that when you're bored or you're down, um, you have a little bit more of inspiration from us. Yes. And, and we're going to get through this together. We're of service. Um, there's also um, today, um, Carol Bardesano is going to be um, doing a, an online course so if you you still have time if you're listening to this early in the morning you still have time to sign up she's giving a hell of a deal and it's for instagram and facebook ad um information and of course all about how to buy ads what to do with that especially if you're a new business more than ever i mean any business but like an entrepreneur with a business more than ever you know you can't there's digital marketing that you should be doing now everyone is on their phone everyone's on instagram or facebook so it's just a way for you to strategize and and learn more about ad buying so is it a virtual course yeah it's an online course and she's giving a super discount on it um the course itself is like i think almost 300 and and now it's like super cheap it's 65 that is really good and it just teaches you how to like set up your campaigns and, and like really maximize it and target the right audience and, and really do 
the right thing for your business um, on a on an ad buy level, buying ads for it on on socials and everything. So she's going to teach you about AdWords Manager. So all of those things that I still want to learn about, I'm going to join in um, as a marketer. I think is important. So there's a lot of courses out there that are being super discounted. I think businesses right now are also you know coming down to a human level, so they know they understand that that what's happening and, and you as a business too, if you have a business, you know, make sure to be of service at this point, you know, be of service, um, give discounts if you have to, um, you know, provide, provide that information that's inspiring and motivational, because at this point, this is, this is the community we want to like, to be, you know, that to empower each other, to motivate each other and to provide resources so that you don't feel alone in, in these rough times. So like Alex says, we're going to continue to do this. We do it for, for you guys. Um, there's so many of you guys that depend on these weekly episodes. So we don't want to let you guys down. So we thank you and, and we hope you guys are all safe. And uh, unfortunately, though, the one thing that the way our business is going to change, obviously, right now we're going to be doing this uh, virtually, but um, we won't be doing any of those planned um in-person meetups that we were doing before those live podcasting events that we had planned those are going to actually take us uh, a seat back for now so those events that we were planning are canceled but we will um think about something else to do maybe we can do like a virtual zoom with everybody i don't know how many people you can have on zoom i think you can have a lot right like I think, I think you have like 30, 40 50. people yeah i think up to 50 yeah we can do something like that we're gonna do more lives right um just um whatever you guys think we we should do more of let us know we're already changing the way our business is i think we need to to just like go with the flow and and one day we're gonna be back to normal that's that's the beauty of it and we're gonna come out stronger better more patient more human more kind and that's what it's all about i think and just make sure you you take the precautions you have to take when you go out there you know, protect yourself um, and social distance. Social distancing is key. I, that I means- want to say something. So the CDC before was saying that it was not necessary for people to wear masks and to leave it, um, you know, to for, for nurses, people that need it. Um, I didn't go out to buy masks. I already had them from when I was pregnant and I was cleaning the cat litter just to protect myself so that I can clean the cat litter. So if you have them, I think that you should wear them because now the CDC is saying that you should be wearing something over your face. So even though the CDC says something, just use your common sense and use what your gut tells you. And don't be embarrassed about wearing masks in public. Like, who cares? You're being careful. And, you know, it's for your family and for your loved ones at the end of the day. So it doesn't matter How about, what I have say. a question. Should we be wearing a mask if we go out for a run? And we don't come close to people six feet. Like, you know, I always avoid people. So I'm always like six feet so. away from people. I think that's fine. Right? That it's fine, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's when you're coming in contact with people around you. But if you're just going right, for a Right, because of the droplets. They like mm-hmm. fly out of their mouth if they're right. talking or coughing or. Yeah. But yeah, I know it's your it, gut. Yeah, it's a new, it's a, a new normal. We're living a new normal. It's, it's out of a movie (laughs) I still think it's so surreal but we have to find the beauty in it and that's and more than ever people are connecting online and I feel like we're more connected even though we're just 
like not even together. You know no, what I mean? But can you re- can you imagine if this would have happened like 15 years ago, 20 years ago when we didn't have the technology that we have now? Like that would we would have really suffered mentally that way, I think. The economy the economy would have suffered even more because people wouldn't be able to work from home. True. Very true. Yeah. Oh, crazy. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Let's find the silver, silver lining in everything and and try to come out better humans, better people. Um, so I'm excited that we can still do this. This is also therapeutic for us, Alex. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a break in things. We can we we're, we're going to find women, too, that we can maybe talk more about these things. Um, maybe revisit some guests that that have been key for us. Um to, to kind of bring some calm and, and, and some inspiration, motivation during these tough times. So I hope you guys hang in there. We love you guys. We're praying over everyone. And we're going to see you again soon, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And Gabby, thank you so much for holding everything down by yourself <laughs> for the past two and a half months. Um, I know that it's not easy uh, doing this by yourself, but thank you so much. Cause, um, I, I really enjoyed my time with Riley and that was very oh, precious well, to me. So thank you. Well, that was what it was about. Your maternity leave was precious to me. I made sure that I didn't bother you. <laughs> and one time, one day it's going to be your turn and then I'll, I'll have to hold it down for you. Yes. Well, you're <laughs> welcome. It's my pleasure. We're in a team and we hold each other down. That's what we're about. Okay, now let's see how I can get this episode out with <laughs> having to without pull my Ricky. hair out. Oh. and without Ricky and pulling my hair out. Uh, we love you, we Ricky. We really appreciate you. Yeah. But times will get better. Right. Times will get better. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.